Cuss words are like folding chairs. You don't even know how many I got. Be advised. Hey y'all, I'm Jen. I'm from Oakland and I'm an androgynous, black, lesbian, feminist, and a lover of all black people. This is Darren. I'm an asexual novelist, researcher, and bona fide comic book fanatic from the widest part of Southern California. Orange County. We're queer millennials with three kids and nearly 20 years of marriage. This is a podcast about the realities of blackness, adulting, and relationships. This is That Black Couple. Hello. <laughs> Why you sound like that? I'm excited. Hello. It's it's been it's been a week. Oh, that was your excited sound because you that, sound like Eeyore. Yeah. Hello. Hello. No, it, it went up on that. It went oh, up. I heard hello. No, not hello. Hello. No, it didn't do that the first time. Just so you know. Hello. Nope. See, see you how, meant you that. see how it has just drawn out? Yeah, you meant that, but yeah. the execution wasn't there. You got it now, though. Well, well, well. Hello. Hello. Hi, Darren. Hi. This is episode three of season five of That Black Couple. I'm going to do something different. What you going to do? I'm not going to tell them to get no drink. Okay, so we're in the fifth season of the podcast. Every single episode. Yes. Every single episode since day one. Yes. You have told people what to go drink. Yes. And now, season five, episode three of all. Well, this one's kind of like a trick, kind of. Like, it's like, well... You gonna ask me what I'm telling to go get? Okay, well, what? <laughs> yeah, what I want y'all to go get a folding chair. <laughs> you get me? <laughs> you got you got to stay ready with the folding chair. You got to keep it with you at all times. And if you think about it, the folding chair happened because somebody was swimming in the water, so it's still following the theme. What I said in 2023 that we was gonna be drinking water. Okay. You still okay. hydrating? Okay. You on the river? It's Get your just folding chair. The pores. Yeah, it's, it's water. Wade in the water. Folding chair. If you say so. And if you don't know what we're talking about, I where you been? There's I mean, there's there's nothing to be said. There if are you don't folding know. chair earrings now on Etsy. There are folding chair purses. There are folding chair shirts. The folding chair now represents Black liberation. That poor man. I hope I hope that he is able to capitalize on. His, his folding chair folding use. Chair I think he'll be just fine. On it. I think he'll be just fine. <laughs> so, have a seat. This is that black couple. I'm Jen. I'm Darren. Before we get started, make sure you follow us on the broke ass Twitter and Instagram. Oh, it's not. It's not Twitter no more. It's formally I Twitter. I said what I said. <laughs> the broke ass Twitter and Instagram at that blk couple on Facebook at that black couple and look us up on the internet at www.thatblackcouple.com and here's the thing y'all I work really hard to make sure <laughs> that you can find us on every streaming platform and when I say every I mean every I work hard too you do work hard I do I'm doing it right now. Just not on, on that part. Not on that part, but I work hard. But I do on the streaming part because... I think about it. Yeah, you'd be thinking about it and you'd be supporting me when I'm like, let's make sure we're on... I do. Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Spotify. Google Podcasts. Amazon Music. Amazon Music. What else? Stitcher. Stitcher. What else? Um, <clears throat> It's a quiz. No. Did we say iTunes? IPod, iPod? That's Apple Podcasts, yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> 
What are we saying? Google Play Podcast? SoundCloud. Oh, I didn't know. Why are you asking me stuff when I'm high? Audible. Oh, God. Pandora. Pandora. There you go. So you got it. All all them platforms, you can find us on there. So, you know, tell your friends, send the link, whichever, you know, thing that they like to use to listen, we're on there. So if they use Pandora, don't be their friend no more. No, no, you know, just, you know, give them a hug, tell them you love them and care for them. I said what I said. And, and shepherd them into you know, the 2000s. I said what I said. They got a Blackberry, I'm sure. <laughs> I know they got a Blackberry. Listen That's to okay. Pandora. You know, as long as you're listening to us on it, I'm cool with it. All right. You starting? Oh, so I'm being bestowed with the honor mm-hmm. of talking about. Yes. Okay. So starting this episode, you know, this is about the 50th anniversary of hip hop. You know, we want to celebrate, you know, hip hop is black. Black mm-hmm. people made it. It's ours. We own it. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what y'all want to do, you can't take it away. But um, I just feel like Montgomery came around. Yes, and just disrupted everyone. It just it just moved the whole news cycle out of the way. I need to interrogate the framing of disruption. I don't feel like Montgomery was a disruption because honestly, mm. I was feeling real boo boo kitty on Sunday. I was like, mm, I'm tired of writing this book. Mm, and then Montgomery happened, and I watched that video. And then I watched it again, and then I watched it from other angles, and then I saw the memes, and then I watched it again, and then I looked at some more memes, and I saw pictures of people posing in front of the whole thing as it was happening, and I laughed at that, and then I looked at the names for the guy who was swimming in the water, like Aquaman and Michael B. Phelps, you know, (laughs) and I watched it again. And I watched more of the memes and I went to sleep and I woke up and I watched it again. And then I saw more memes and then I saw the Etsy stores. I have been having the time of my black you, ass life. You forgot. You forgot after all of that. Then you watched the photos of the arrests. I watched all of it. Yeah, but that's that's an important one. I feel like that. I, I watched everything. I feel like that capped it off for me. I it was saw like, everything. Ooh. And it just has been a great experience. My friend was in Alabama. She's from Alabama. She was in Alabama when it happened. So she got firsthand. She was like, hey, this is about to pop. So I saw it before <laughs> it popped. And then I saw it when it popped. It was like, it was like, it was like, it was like enjoying it twice. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like when you in California and it's New Year's Eve and you see the ball drop in New York and then you see it drop again in California. It was like that, but in like reverse. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you get to go see like a sneak preview of a movie, right. like before it comes and out then, and you're like, Ooh, it's going to be good. And then you see it when it's Everybody, out. And and you're, like, you're like, Oh yeah, I know. Like, it was you're good. like, watch this part. Watch this part. Yeah, yeah. It is, it, it is still good. <laughs> It was like that. It was great. It was so good. I guess you're right. I mean, framing it as a disruption. Yeah. Well, I mean, disruption. It's for Black August. Disruption, you know, it, it feels negative, but I feel like it disrupted in a good way. I, I feel, think Beyonce did it. I mean, listen, Beyonce moves in secret. She moves in silence. I'm trying to tell you the blackest things have been happening th- in the last few years since Beyonce has released music. I, but here's the thing. I think Beyonce said they have been troubling me for these visuals. Yes. I need a distraction. She, yeah, but she gave us visuals. Now we have bedazzled folding chairs. Yeah, we do. You know, I feel like she drops an album during Black History Month and it's like the blackest Black History Month we ever have. You know, like she goes on tour and has the most queerest, most amazing tour in history and we have the most amazing beat down ass on a river boat, on a river where black no. slaves, slaves were brought into the shores. No. They, I mean, come beat, on now. They beat that man out of his Crocs. They, they beat him through him, actually. How you... How he you, was in them still. How did he go wasn't from a out. croc to a shin guard? Yeah, it, it wasn't, oh. he wasn't out of them. Yeah, he was still in them. He was still in them. 
<laughs> they were holding on. He went through them. I ain't never seen nobody go through a crotch. I didn't know. I didn't know crocs could. Do that. I didn't know you. Have, it's a lot of force that has to be applied to go through your croc. I'm in, I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't think we can go through the whole video, but there, there ugh, just, certain I moments. Know, I know you have all seen it, but like, ugh. there's a moment where these two white dudes are walking up, up, like they're about to do something, and then the whole black and collective, you, and, and and you can see the, you can see the fear in their eyes, and they say, "Oh no!" And you they can turn almost around, smell it. You can almost smell it. And then the black people say, <laughs> "No, we still coming." Yeah, and it was that, actually that a person behind me. them who was coming too, and they thought they was gonna miss him. And that person hit him in the back of the head, mm. and that you know, listen, hey, run up. Get done up, and it's funny because niggas was worried about Jamie Fox making comments about Judas, and they weren't thinking about the 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 old prophetic saying, "Run up, get done up." That is, if white people were going to study or tarry on any phrase of ours, that's the one they need to be rehearsing together in their white people meetings where they discuss. What nasty shit they gonna add to potato salad now? Doritos, chips, band-aids. Who, what the fuck they gonna put in the motherfucking potato salad? Cotton balls, used ones, of course. <laughs> hair. Hair. It's, it's always, hair always comes after it's everything. Always it's, always it's, always it's always hair. It's always hair. It's always hair. It's either theirs or the cats. <laughs> okay. So, what I'm saying to you is... Listen, like, run up, get done up. That's what I witnessed, and I wasn't sad at all. And the, the, the thing about it for me is this black man was just doing his he job. He was just doing his job. Like, why, a lot of those white people got to say, oh, black people, they're oh thugs and they're hoodlums, and no, they're stealing everything. No, it was an older everything. black man doing his job. Just doing his job. Mm-hmm. And that, and that was the moment where they, and they, they acted decided. a fool. They acted a fool and thought they was gonna hit and run up on this older black man in, in a public place in Alabama of all places. They always like to say the black community is toe up from the floor. Listen, and there's no solidarity. Listen, and, and, listen, they said we can't swim. This man swum. He swum. I don't know how deep that water was, but he I swam. was so scared for that man. I was like, I hope he don't drown. Oh, he didn't drown. He made it right across. And then he rose up and was still and ready. still whooped ass. Oh, come on, Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman. <laughs> I tell you something. I tell you something. Listen. I just I think the timing, you know, we talk like I said, we're celebrating hip hop. And I feel like, <laughs> you know, this was a great emblematic yes. moment of yes. black solidarity. Black black people, we will come together. Mm-hmm. When the time calls for it, we will find one another. It's like the call goes out and it's time to it's time to be the, it's, it's, it's time and it's funny because everyone was watching the video like oh my god do they know each other no then people did not know each other randoms it was just time to run up and figure out what was oh oh somebody wants to get done up all right like when they, when they had the memes of the of the teleportation portals <laughs> yes. from avengers endgame i yes. said this is so fitting it's so fitting. that's exactly that's what exactly what it's happened like, it's like niggas just emerged from portals was and was wakanda ready to whoop forever. that ass it like, was it wakanda was, forever oh yeah it was it was it was yeah it was it was very comic book it was very scripted i mean there was old cat daddies beating people with chairs cat daddies was fighting they you know and you know they was clean you know they had iron that linen listen they they had they had prepared the cues was out they they had prepared those outfits weeks in advance the cues was out <laughs> okay. You see, you see them slow, heavy hits. There was you know that was you know somebody was knocked smooth the fuck out. 
Chuh. Them white people won't listen. I told you that one white girl, she won't never ride a boat or a black man ever again. No, she won't. No, she won't. Never She'll again. Never ride a boat or a black man ever again. <laughs> she said, Never mind. <laughs> never mind. I'll pass. I'll pass. <laughs> no thanks, Jerome. <laughs> no Daquan. <laughs> it's a no for me, Mandingo. <laughs> This podcast is supported by generous donations from our patrons and listeners. Become a supporter today by heading to www.patreon.com slash colorcombosmedia. You can stream the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. When you listen, please consider hitting that heart button, sharing, giving us a five-star rating, and leaving some dope comments. This helps us with our paid drinkings and gets more listeners for the show. Thank you so much. We back. And we are back. Okay, we're moving on from, well, no. We're never moving we're, on. Oh, yeah, we're never moving from on from Montgomery, Montgomery, Alabama. We're just transitioning. I think they sent the chair to mock, not a mock, to the National Museum of African American History did and the, Culture. Did they put it behind glass? I hope so, because shit, that thing is lethal. <laughs> that thing is imbued with the ancestor engine. You know, and that's that's a gorgeous museum. I'm sure they're gonna have like a video playing behind that chair it is of, imbued of the swing with the energy of the black penta, 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 <laughs> the heart shaped flower, the heart shaped herb. Ib. <laughs> Let's talk about hip hop. Okay, I'm sorry. We're supposed to be talking I'm about so hip hop today. Sorry, Spruce Banner, y'all. Oh my God, Spruce Banner. And I'm over here getting contact high. I'm over here like Hulk, bro. I'm not even smoking. Hulk out, bro. Okay. It's the 50th anniversary of hip hop. <laughs> hip <Hip-hop>, yes. <laughs> it's been 50 years. Yes, it has, dear. Why you keep announcing that? <laughs> I'm trying to keep us on track. Why are you looking at me like that when you say it? Why are you so confrontational? I'm, try- I'm trying to focus. I'm trying to stay you and I and get you. I don't you- know how you do that. We be high while we do this. I know. I- I'm, just, I'm not even smoking. You smoking because you're just next around to me. you. If you next to me, you smoking, bro. Clearly, I mean, hey. Well, okay, so this the life you chose. What what I wanted to to bring up about hip hop, do one, it, yeah, because it's fifty years old, right? Absolutely, this is our genre. We made this. Black people made this. Sure, it's homegrown. Yes, because as black people, we can create new things. We we just have that best. ability because we're, we're just, the best. We're brilliant. Because I would never want to be anything else ever, ever. Um, and but but the thing about hip hop is. Like I said, it started 50 years ago. Yes. So this is a very new thing. It's not, it's not like hip-hop been around forever. Extremely. But hip-hop is now the number one genre of music in the world. Not, not in the U.S., not in Mexico. Not surprising. Not, not in Finland. That doesn't surprise me at all. In the whole world. When doesn't you think, surprise me. When you think about what music is listened to the most around the world. Of course. No matter what the native language is, hip-hop is number one. Of course. And I just want to say how amazing and how brilliant it is. That black people can make something, a whole a whole new genre of music, mm-hmm. and it become the top genre in the world. Just I mean, but what did years. it replace? Like Michael Bolton? What was it before? Well, I can tell you because because you know I love a stat, and so I actually pulled up the pop. numbers. Was it pop? I actually pulled up the raw streaming numbers because that's how we uh-huh. we track you know what people are listening to now is streaming. Um, and back in tw- in in July of two thousand twenty two. So just um, just over a year ago, uh-huh. um, hip hop, like I said, was number one. Um, it also outgrew every other genre in raw numbers year over year. Okay. Um, it's the only genre that had passed over 100 million album units 
within the first half of the year. Mm-hmm. And it was at 131.4 million. And it was just, it was so far above. It, like, it wasn't even close what the next genre was. Um, also, when you think about the top genres, right, you were trying to figure out what, what they are. Number one, again, hip hop. Uh-huh. Um, and that accounts for about 27% of streaming. Okay. If you think about this year up until July. So in the first half of this year, about 27% of all streamed music was hip hop. Okay. Um, number two was rock. Oh. At 23%. That makes sense. Pop only had 12.9. That makes sense. Country only had 7.6. Because country is really boring. Right. And no one cares. How interesting. But that, I mean, that's in the first, in the first half of this year. So rock that's is That's how intense. dominant. Yeah. And and remember, this is a year when you had someone like Taylor Swift putting out whatever oh that crap was. I don't, I don't listen to her, so I don't know. I just know that she was out. Her. And she was a crab leg wiggling around. People talking about it. Chicken leg leg. And, and wasn't, was it, uh, what's her name? Uh, Jason Aldean. Is that the guy? Who? It's a country guy who came out and all all the white people were like, oh, so great. These these are white artists that had big, big releases. Oh. And even despite that, hip hop was still like situated. I don't know who right? that is. I just want I just want to take a second to acknowledge the sheer power that is wielded through music uh-huh. that black people create. Okay. Why, why are you saying okay? Because <laughs> I, I think that's strange. What? To be like, let's just acknowledge the sheer power. To me, to me, it's very logical. It's just a matter oh, yeah. of, it's just a matter of data. Yeah. Right? Like, the reason why hip-hop is number one now is because it came of age during the same time as the technological age. It allowed us to move from cassette tapes to CDs to MP3s to now having devices in our pocket where we could play whatever we want. And rappers were talking about things that apply to people's lives. It was young people who were consuming that music. It was this whole culture of censorship and blah, 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 and fight the power. And, you know, that has become sexy among young people who are the most likely to stream music. Yeah. So it's not like, mm, to me, I, I guess I'm not really impressed. I, 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 you know how I am. I don't really, I don't like consumer shit. I don't like yeah. institutional shit. I don't like capitalism. And that's all it sounds but like to me. That, that's what it is. But the, the point is, is that black people have always had to push and fight to, to make, mm. to make, hear me out on this. To make shit happen. This right? is not black people though. Hip hop. I, I mean, we, while the artists hear, are predominantly black. Okay. Hear me out. All right. Hear me okay. out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And time and time again, mm-hmm. it has been our creativity. Yeah. That offers us new avenues and new outlets when when doors have been closed. Okay. When, when avenues have been shut off. Right. Okay. We make a new lane. We make a new genre. We make an, we we make new things. Okay. Right. I get what you're saying. And then we what get this exploited. Does down, right. It does come down to consumerism. Because a lot of black artists are being exploited by white male owned and dominated industries mm-hmm. that are taking their creativity and then boxing it up and giving it to people like Justin Timberlake and Bruno Mars. <clears throat> don't don't add don't add us. I just want to say Iggy Azalea wrote a letter in support of Tori Lanez's Lanes's <laughs> as he was being um as he was being sentenced after <laughs> shooting Megan the Stallion in the foot. The desperation is wild. Iggy Azalea. So the same industry that allows for her to walk around like she's a real human being 
is the one that we're talking about. She really, she really thought this was white chicks and that she was a white woman that could write a letter. I'm so tired because I think that's the thing that I struggle with is like hip hop to me is like, I almost said hip hop is trash, but like what I mean is like, I love music. I love music. Like I love, I have artists I love. I love Jasmine Sullivan. I love Janelle Monae. I love Lauren Hill. I love Brandy. I love her. Right. I love the very raw and dope sounds. Right. I love, mm-hmm. I love Kendrick Lamar. I love Gene Noble. I love you know, PJ Morton, right? There's some people who I just think are musically incredible and talented, right? But then there's a part of me that's also very sad that they are a part of this industry and that they yeah. might one day be popularized and that that could mainstream them. I think that's what's happening with her right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm more familiar with her going, Nationwide is on your side. Listen. She ain't put out no new music, no, no but she done put out a lot of commercials. For so many commercials, and now she's now she's a Disney princess, and I'm like, oh, okay. It's really that that's a great example because her came out and it was all about not looking at her. Like yeah. the whole point was just listen to my just music. Listen don't to look the music. at me. I'm all about. The I don't music. have a real name. Yeah. I don't have eyeballs. I'm, right. I'm just a voice. Oh, and now you a Disney princess, and now your nationwide is on my side. Okay. All right. It just undermines the whole. So that's nothing. The whole point. Nothing but, is real. But I still love her. I mean, I do too. But I'm I just like, her. okay, girl, whatever. <laughs> and I think that's why I like I love hip hop or whatever. But I feel like it doesn't always love us back. So it's one of those things that you love, you know, from a place of deep hurt and from a place of lots of trauma. Like hip hop has not been kind to black women or queer people nope. or trans folks in nope. any way. Um, black women in the industry i just brought up Megan Thee stallion are not treated well you know the 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 example that comes to me is chica mm-hmm. who i mean my god is this just incredibly talented brilliant artist and actress and actress i mean great rapper <laughs> writer can sing too yeah. i mean she just put out a new album called samson that is just it is outrageous how how good mm. and how 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 amazing her flows are yeah but at the same time it's like it's like a it's like an introspective thing at the same time yeah. knowing that hey i'm putting this out and i know my yeah. shit is that good but at the same time People i know the way it. this is set up yep yeah <laughs> the, the way society and and this industry is set up i'm not gonna get the views that's and the it. attention that's it and, and all the shine that i that should be due to that me. my talent warrants exactly i think that's kind of what we've heard from people like india ari and mm-hmm. jasmine sullivan and ari lennox right like a lot yeah. of black women darker skin bigger bootied black women have said that exact thing you know mm-hmm. a lot of thicker lipped not traditionally beautiful black women have said the exact same thing you know it's it's massage noir and it's in the industry and and this is not to say that lighter skinned black women don't face it too beyonce still hasn't won album of the year and that makes no fucking sense well a, a pure rap album has never won album of the year like what are we doing right like like there's absolutely constraints no matter who you are no matter who you are, whether you are a man, whether you are light skinned, whether you are traditionally beautiful or not, whether you listen, they don't care, right? You are black, and then they get to shuffle you into whatever category works for them to figure out a different way to oppress you. Mm-hmm. And while I'm excited, sure that hip hop has endured and it has, you know, morphed, and we've got all these new sounds. You know, we've got chopped and screwed. We've got all this like mush mouth rap, yay, right? We got all this weird stuff, and I'm like, cool, that's great. And like whatever chance the rapper does like like Chicago video rap. game rap like Mario Luigi rap whatever so like 
All high of waisted that. rap. Definitely. High waist, high booty. His waist is high not booty. high; it's just his booty. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe so it's high booty rap. His, it's just where he puts his belt. It's really high. Right. They're really high. Yeah. But like you know, I I I I think that's dope. But I also have always been so skeptical of what that means for us. You know, I'm very skeptical. Because I'm like, well, if it also requires that we participate in this system that we know is killing us every single day. And we have artists who are like, yeah, man, they really took all that shit from me that I earned, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they come out later and they tell these horror stories of what they've endured. And we know that's still happening. Why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be? L.A. Reid is black and does fucked up shit to black people. I know. And we still look at him like, L.A. Reid. Like, this is wild. Because because that's that's... That's the dissonance of all of this, right? Is that you have the L.A. Reeds, yeah. Who, I mean, give credit where credit is due, really did contribute a lot to the culture for sure. for decades. Sure, but he right? also I mean, made in sync. But but also, yeah, just also did a lot of terrible. <laughs> like he also football. made a whole white boy group that he envisioned in his mind would become the new boys to men. He tried to make these white boys with perms. And fake locks into boys to men, like that's super damaging. And he was successful to a if degree. You, yeah, if you ever hear boys to men talk about that, it is it is heartbreaking. Like it was one thing to experience it, but it's one thing to hear from their mouths to be like, right? Hey, they just they just stole exactly what we right. were doing and put young white boys in, right? It and basically just right in our faces. <laughs> it's weird, you know. But at the same time, those white people were saying that they looked up to them, right? And, like it's. It's wild, it's and 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 I think that's my problem. Is like, boys to men, like they are so cri- critical and quintessential to hip hop. Their their sound, the way they sang, the way Wanye would do runs. Like, mm-hmm. there's nobody who Wanye is like Wanye. Nobody right? ever. And their sound is so distinctive. So it's like, for me, when I think about these touchstones, like these, the Black Streets, right? You know, like certain sounds that then get just cribbed and co-opted because money, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That to me is what Bruno Mars is. Like yeah. incredibly talented, but unoriginal as fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, just one of the most unoriginal artists I have ever seen in my life. And that is why he can go away and come back and go away and come back because every time he goes away and comes back, he recreates himself. He just cribs from somebody he else. He just becomes something different. If you look at all of his, his whole discography, everything that he's done, Every album is completely different because every time he comes back as a new person, he's a different mm-hmm. person every single time. Whatever sticks is what he does. And that's what Drake does too. And that's why I don't fuck with Drake. That's why I don't like Drake. People are like, oh, what's your problem with Drake? He's not, he's an actor. He's an actor. Yeah. He's still on Degrassi. In the wheelchair. <sighs> Just saying. <laughs> So I'm not, you know, whatever. I'm not a hater. I just am unimpressed. And that's the thing, right? Because it is, it's, it's a complicated celebration, right? Absolutely. Because we want, we want to, to laud the work that Black people have done. Yes. And I'd like to say, especially Black women in hip hop, yes. who have, I mean, my God, yes. like faced every struggle, every Absolutely. barrier, and still broken through and made incredible contributions to the culture. Absolutely. But as we're saying, right, it's. It's very complicated. Like yeah. you look at like a little Kim. Like they almost killed her. I mean, <laughs> multiple times. Multiple times. Foxy Brown, Remy Ma. Foxy Brown. I mean, come yeah. on. Like the list goes on. Yeah. Like these people that have done amazing work are amazingly talented. Yeah. Right? But still, in yeah. an industry. Yeah. That I mean, for all of its merits, has has remained 
largely unchanged since yeah. its inception. But what I will say is, it, if we do think about that generation of, of black women rapper, it's it's some standouts though that do got their shit together. Like Queen Latifah, she went and did a whole her own thing. Like she went off and did her whole singing thing and acting thing, and fucking killed it. The Brad just had a baby. Mm-hmm. Like she's living her best fucking life. I feel like you know we do also have to acknowledge MC Light. MC Light somehow became the voice of, of every show. Like she just became the announcer at everything, the host of everything. And she just does that now. And she gets to just live her life and be a celebrity and have her little, her little family and move on. Like, I think there are some people who were able to convert into like actually living a nice, like soft life. I just wish that there weren't so many who had to struggle and right. who were not, you know, I wish there weren't so many who were being co-opted and exploited for their creativity. I just wish that didn't have to come with it. Yeah. You can find my mom and dad, aka That Black Couple, on the web at thatblackcouple.com. That Black Couple is owned and operated by Color Combos Media. If you would like to help fund our content, sign up at www.patreon.com slash colorcombosvideo. Please consider giving us 5 or $10 per month to help us build our platform and grow our organization. You can also give one-time donations at www.paypal.me slash colorcombosmedia. All donations are welcome. All right, we back. We are back. Okay, we just did a little bit of a switch up. Are you no, ready for this? Really? No, nah, it's a switch up. No, I really, I honestly, I'm enjoying this episode. I think it's the Bruce Banner. It is the Bruce Banner. It's the Bruce Banner. But I feel like this episode is just like, it's just looking back at our week. That's essentially what it is. Like, what were we experiencing this week? Yes. And we talked about Montgomery, which was a huge part. Yes. We talked about the anniversary of hip hop, yes. which is a big deal. And now we got to talk about Hoochie Daddies. Hoochie Daddies. Hoochie Daddies. Hoochie Daddy, come outside. Hoochie Daddy, all the way live. Yeah, we got to talk about it. If y'all do not know, if you have not heard this, <laughs> if we sound real foolish right now, there is a reality. Well, I was going to say it's a reality show. It but is. It's I a competition. I don't know. It is a reality competition show for butch, stud, stem, lesbian presenting people. Who want to be the hoochie daddy, the number one hoochie daddy? I almost feel bad bringing it up because I feel like people are gonna be like, "What? Let me go watch it." You gotta go watch it. And I this. feel like it's just one of those things. Like once you fall into that trap, you are in the trap. There's no, there's no microphones. They're yeah. all talking in the same room, very yeah, loudly yeah, over each just, other. Just imagine you got how much <laughs> is it? Like ten, eight, ten. I don't know. You get ten studs and you put them in <laughs> a two bedroom house. No, it's like four. Okay four bedroom house and then someone sleeps in a closet yeah someone's room is the closet yes they, they put they put they put this person on a cot in a closet yes because she's she's short <laughs> they put her in a closet and then <laughs> and then you make up this really ambiguous competition it's a competition where they do challenges like tug of war and draw a shirt <laughs> and, and puff paint on a shirt and wear makeup <laughs> And and shake your booty to the ball, the balls out the box and and cooking, but we won't give you all the ingredients to make the food that and you're wear, trying to make and put a pacifier in your mouth and hold a baby. It's 
hold the baby and do some shots. Listen, and, and then and then <laughs> and then after you've done the competition for the day, in, in the sweltering heat while you're getting eaten up by ants, you know, and they get like one water bottle for the whole cast. <laughs> then, then at night they go to the gay club. Yeah, and they sit in. In the VIP in section. VIP. Yeah, and they perform. And they and they dance because half of them are Hoochie Daddy are coming dancers. outside. Hoochie Daddy all the and, way live. And it is... It's incredible. The way you described it to me was... Because I was like, I'm struggling with this show because reality shows have a format. We, yes. W- reality has been around for so long. It's yes. like, you watch the show. Yes. They have the confessionals in between yes. to help give context, context to what's happening. Correct. We're from the real right? world generation. And they... And you know, it's it's constructed it in a way to where it's theme. a story. Yeah, right? yeah. When but that's and I was really struggling with Hoochie Daddy's because it doesn't it doesn't do it doesn't that do that. Yeah. And you and the way you described it was perfect because yes. you said it's basically you're you're a voyeur. You're just you're just watching. You're just in the room watching. You're just people. eavesdropping studs in a house. Like you'll sit there for for five solid minutes and nothing will happen. It'll be one camera, correct? Unedited, correct? Dead on shot of two people talking <laughs> on a couch about two, three, four, five different topics. Yes, and then it'll just make a record scratch sound. Yes, and then that's the end of the episode. Yes, and and you're just stuff like, oh, okay, that's that was, correct. That's what we're doing. And that's- you cannot think too hard about it. You are just, you're just, you're just eavesdropping. You're just, you're just a fly on the wall in a house that happens to have quite a few masculine women in it who fight about things like chicken and dance moves and, and baby dolls and baby dolls and and uh strength muscle size you know it, it it that's what the show is it's 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 a hyper masculine hot box in florida it's great it's there's nothing else like it. There's nothing else. And the 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 host, Wahooty, Hawooty, Hawooty, Woody. The host the host name is Woody. Wahooty. Um Wahooty is my favorite and least favorite person at the same time. I I don't I feel so conflicted about her. Um because she's she's not really hosting anything. She's just there. It's sometimes berating the cast, um, judging them in ways that are harmful to their identities. Listen, y'all, y'all, if you watch this show, I know I know there's multiple points where you're gonna feel like I should give up. Yes. Stick with it. Do do not give up. Go there, always. There is an episode where it's a I guess it's I don't It's a it, baby episode. Is it about epi- mothering? I'm, I don't it's know. A, it's episode nine and the competition is taking care of a baby. Like 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 all those high school like sitcoms yes. where they say, Oh, we're carrying babies. They actually have them do this. Except it's a dollar store baby. It's a dollar store like six inch. It's tall. a smaller than normal size baby. <laughs> baby. It's like the size of the palm of your hand. And and the the way they fight over this challenge. Yes. The way they fight. I've never I've never seen a host almost become physical with a cast and they just let it happen. Like she was so she was spitting angry. She was literally spitting. She had to leave the house because she was so yeah. mad. She had to get Maurice to turn the camera off. And again and again. And they left that there. As you're watching it, you're thinking, Why can I if, see this? If, no, you, if if I if this was my show, if if I made this show, yes, this is where I would use editing yes. to trim this down yeah. so we don't have to see all of it. <laughs> not on Hoochie Daddy. Well, you, you see everything. The on Hoochie problem Daddy's. I think you're not realizing is that editing requires an editor <laughs> there was there was oh no there was a sound editor hey hey editing 
requires an editor. Yeah, I, I actually, I think I looked at the credits one time and I don't think there was. An I don't think listed. that you understand what I'm saying. Even if the person on the credits name said a thing, I'm saying they'd still need to know that a show requires something called editing. <laughs> and I don't, I think, I think the problem is that you still think this was a show and it wasn't. It was people who had recording devices and had seen a show before and said, I can do that. And then they did it. And then, and then, and then, you know, you had to have a prize. Right. And so the prize for was this, a hoochie daddy chain. A hoochie daddy chain. A trip for two to Jamaica. <laughs> and and halfway through the show, well, actually, toward the end of the show, yeah, it was decided like the last three episodes. You would be featured in a movie called Black Widow. So they're going to be, you know, movie stars. I just, I, I just felt like. Mm-hmm. In this episode, as we're talking about black greatness, it's yeah. Black forms, August. It's Black August. I couldn't. I, I don't think we could leave without mentioning Hoochie the Daddy. wonderment that Hoochie is Hoochie Daddy. Daddy. All the way lie, Hoochie Daddy. Yeah, come outside. I, listen, <laughs> the writer strike is happening. We're gonna be real low on content for, you should just for watch a good it. long while. You may as well just just tuck yourself in. You ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> Trust us on this one. <laughs> you ain't got nothing else to do. You don't. And, you know, <clears throat> I know that as a lesbian, I'm supposed to be against this because it misrepresents my people. However, this shit is fucking hilarious and I am not a stud. So these are not my people. And this is how they actually act. So sociologically, treat it like science. Yeah. It's 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 anthropological. It's anthropological moment. It's science, and that's what it's like because, it's like you said, they're just they're just capturing what's These happening. These are real people, Un- unedited. These are real wrong, people. This is not scripted. <laughs> this is real people. So listen, there's a sect of lesbian life that people don't know about. You about to find out. You about to learn. You gonna learn today. You about to get stud masculated. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Before you go, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at that BLK couple, on Facebook at that black couple, and look us up on the internet at www.thatblackcouple.com. Bye.